Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Had a great day today. How's your week been? It's been good. Um, so today's Tuesday, just the start of the week still. So. <laughs> yeah, like last week. How was last week? Last week, last week was pretty good. I started working from home. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit of an adjustment period there. But I'm um, quite enjoying it. I thought it wouldn't, but um, I've adapted quite quickly. So it's been good. How about you? That's good. Yeah, I've just continued on with uni we have a lot of coursework actually this week so I've been working on that but I also went out with a friend on Saturday so that was really fun and yeah my my week's been kind of okay I guess lovely yeah um for anyone who's listening welcome this is riding into the unknown we kind of started just chatting <laughs> um directly just a little catch-up because I I don't know when the last time we had a proper catch-up was money um, yeah, to be honest to... I just called you before recording this which that kind of counts but <laughs> um yeah welcome to writing to the unknown I'm Christina and I'm Monica and yeah this is our podcast where we talk about self-improvement well-being careers life in our 20s and all that good stuff and today we're bringing to you a topic for our 10th episode which we're super excited to be sharing with you all And yeah, the first topic that I wanted to sort of share with you today is the idea of believing in in yourself and your own ideas and not letting others shut them down and sort of like staying true to your beliefs and your values. Um, Yeah, so let's get started, Moni. I'm super excited, Grace, for this podcast. I have a lot of things to say. (laughs) Amazing. Well, you can get started. What were your initial thoughts? So, no, I just had some ideas. Like, when you said that, I was just like, being able to speak up and not holding back like sometimes a lot of the time when we don't want to have any confrontation or conflict and we're in a group and there's a lot a group with a lot of opposing ideas and we're scared to sort of put forward our idea because we know that people are going to disagree and as people pleasers sometimes we are even scared to speak up and say this is what I think or this is what I believe in just because people believe in different things or people think differently and we just don't speak up and we're sat there like okay okay yeah like that's great oh like I love what you believe in or oh that's great I love your idea but we're too scared to say what we think because of that fear of confrontation or conflict which is something that kind of came to mind so um being able to like just speak speak up and be okay with you know if someone doesn't agree like that's fine like we're always the ones that are always kind of agreeing with other people's beliefs or opinions and we don't give ourselves enough credit which is something that we really really need to improve on yeah definitely I really like it really resonates with me what you've mentioned about mm-hmm. being a people pleaser because that defines me I don't know if it defines <laughs> you <laughs> but it's it's very important what you mentioned I think that when you defend your own ideas and just voice your own opinions like there's obviously like a greater higher likelihood that people will disagree with you but that's the Mm -hmm. beauty of it because you're staying true to who you are so that should be worth it you know even if there's you get like people like haters people who don't like what you're putting out there your content your your yeah your ideas it's totally fine you know and and that's like the world the way the world works like the the way the world works basically no everyone is going to agree but it's just it's it actually takes courage you know because the easy thing is just to sit back and be like well I don't want any confrontation I don't want anybody to disagree with me so I'm just going to sit and 
and not make this podcast for example or not mm-hmm. uh go in and do this um I mean I, I was gonna say YouTube channel because that's personally <laughs> what like sort of things that we have been doing but it could yeah. be anything honestly I mean um, I was going to say our mm-hmm. podcast isn't particularly controversial exactly we don't really touch on topics that are that controversial but I mean maybe in the future we could <laughs> dive into things like that um but yeah I agree definitely with you like I think it's just important to have I mean not try and seek out conflict all the time and try and you know disagree with everything but I think at times sometimes we put ourselves second and put others first just because we're scared of disagreements or we're scared of not thinking the exact same thing because a lot of people just like to you know surround themselves with people that are like-minded and that think exactly the same as them who always agree and they don't challenge their ideals they don't challenge their beliefs their opinions and they're kind of stuck in their own bubble and I think it's important to go out there and be with people who are different think differently because this is how you go this is how you challenge yourself yeah 100% I mean you and I for instance are very similar people Mm. and in many ways we seek comfort in each other. We share very similar life experiences. And therefore, yeah, we, we have we, we have that refuge when we tell each other things and we're like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, I totally feel the same way. But it's so important what you're saying to find people who have completely different ideas and who challenge the way you think and then make you mm-hmm. question, oh, actually, yeah, I, I didn't think of that way of thinking. And then being also open-minded enough as to like be able to change the way you think and not just yeah. be so rigid as to no I think this way I'm not going to ever change that another thing that I, I, I came to mind as well yeah what did you want to say I was going to say actually maybe this is for another episode I'm not sure but um, in the last couple of months I've been going through various identity crises and really questioning who I am what I believe in like what I stand up for because you know it got to a point where my people pleasing was actually harming myself and my mental health and like I had to kind of get to a point where like I had to stand up for what I believed in Um, so yeah it's been a journey I'm still there but I feel so much more confident in what I believe in and now I don't fear you know standing up for myself and what I think and if someone thinks differently I will 100% respect their opinion and that is fine but I won't just be like oh yeah um, like I think the same or just be quiet about what I think like I will say Mm -hmm. okay this is what I think because ultimately it's okay to disagree um yeah and it can be quite like damaging to go through all that agree to disagree yeah Yeah. exactly um no that's totally yeah I I agree with that (laughs) I I wanted to agree with that (laughs) um but another thing that I that came to mind earlier was the fact that when you have an idea sometimes it's very difficult to pursue it especially if people who are closest to you like your family your friends are against that idea because it's okay mm-hmm. if you have an external source who's like criticizing that from the outside and it's like oh well you know like I don't really like what you're doing like it's fine but what are you trying to say <laughs> oh, I don't know just go on <laughs> um, but um basically like if it's people who really care about you and you care about you know it's hard because you want them to support you in all of your endeavors and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. um I yeah I have a little personal experience that I can draw from actually um for instance when I wanted to do my internship in the states or when I wanted even to travel like for two months in Asia by myself um last year like my our mom was like having none of it like no you're not going But um, yeah, so it had it took a lot of courage 
for my part to like stay true to my beliefs and be like, no, I really want to do this. Like I'm doing it, whether you like it or not. And obviously I'm very fortunate because I managed to eventually convince her and others I know like may not be in the same position, like family or friends may not change their opinion and they, and you know, you just have to deal with that. And just, if you really think that what you're doing is worth it and you're like set on the goal that you're trying to get at, and obviously it's not harming anyone and all that, um, go for it. You know, it's even harder when people you really care about don't support you, but you will, you can find, like we were speaking in previous episodes, you can find communities of people who have similar interests. You Like people you're friends with or family, they don't have to have exactly the same interests as, as you do. So you can find other sources of community elsewhere. And yeah, I think that that is like key to just, keep going it's very difficult but just keep going and persevering regardless of other people's like negative um opinion because most times it's people's fears being like reflected you know they're like projecting Mm -hmm. their insecurities or projecting their fears for instance and I always talk about this but when it comes to travel a lot of people told me oh don't go it's so dangerous like how come you're going alone this and that and it's just like it took me a while to realize oh it's actually because they are scared of doing that that's why they're telling me not to I was also going to say I think that they for example our mom or parents or friends they will say what they think is best for you as well Mm -hmm. so like what they think is best but like mm, that's from their perspective so it's up to you to decide okay I want to take their advice or I want to follow through with what I believe in what I want to do and that also reminded me when I went to Rwanda my mom was against it at Mm. this beginning I can understand that but with some convincing it took a lot of convincing eventually um you know she let me go and she was actually really really happy for me to go so yeah it was it was kind of crazy how it turned but there's been so many kind of scenario situations where maybe our parents have been like oh no we don't want you to do this blah 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 and then eventually like they end up changing their mind and I think also being able to share and make them understand is really important rather than them being like, oh, I'm going to go to Rwanda, that's it. Like, give them more information. What are you going to be uh, doing there? You know, you're going to be safe, where you're going to be staying, who you're going with, and just making them feel a little bit more comfortable rather than saying, I'm going away for three months, see you next year kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think it's key also putting yourself in the other person's shoes because as Monica said, it they do want the best for you. You know, they care about you. So maybe they don't see it the same way at the start. But for instance, when I traveled for two months, my mom was obviously very worried. And I, she, we had this agreement. I was like, okay, I'm going to text you at least once a day. And, you know, to, to tell you that I'm alive, it's going to be okay. And then also, like Monica's saying, I sat her down before the trip and I was like, okay, you know, I'm very responsible. You know, I'm like a good planner. Uh, I know where I'm going, this and that. Like, I've done the research. I know, like, how to get around, all that. And, like, she trusted me after explaining that. I was going to say, Chris has proved herself on so many trips <laughs> that she is organized. She's on top of it. She can plan trips. So my mom, like, trust her more than, like, me or anyone else in the family. So, yeah, <laughs> she was fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, yeah. Like, I, I had to say to her, you know, I've traveled with you. Like, I was saying to my mother, travel with you. Mm-hmm. You've seen that I can, like, like you know, organize, like, stuff, know where to go. I don't, like, if I get lost, I know where to, I, you know, like, yeah. 
I don't get lost using Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, did you get that? Yeah. Yeah, Monica. Well, you can you can explain what that means. Okay, basically, I just remember once when we were me and my sister Chris were in Edinburgh, and we're meeting up with some friends, and I had Google Maps on my phone, and we literally took us. I took us the wrong way for about half an hour or something. We just walked <laughs> the wrong way. It was like the opposite way, and then literally I realized and I was like oh no we need to walk back so yeah I was like I can't use google maps I don't know why I just maybe the compass like I just don't point it the right way but yeah I've gotten better at it now. it was a learning experience but it's happens it has it has happened like so many times for me where I'm just walking like the wrong way and then I'm st- like standing there for ages like where am I going mm-hmm. yeah no you you learn from it I mean obviously like I've yeah I've done it loads of times so whenever I was first traveling mm-hmm. on my own I was probably yeah very lost many occasions but besides that yeah I think it we're we're trying to go back to what we were saying I think it's also very important to sort of make the people who care about you sort of understand and someday they will never get it and that's okay as I said before but just trying you know trying to to comfort them and say okay this is why I'm doing this this is my motivation this is where I want to get at this is why it would help me grow things like that um yeah and also in other ways it's also like to ignore the negative voices but also to accept that constructive criticism because many times we we hear oh this person is only hating on my project but in actual fact they're just helping you and trying to help you to get better and like giving you that mm-hmm. constructive criticism and it's it takes you know sometimes it, it can hurt us because it's something that we've poured our heart and soul into but it's mm-hmm. just recognizing that yeah nobody's perfect you, we could all improve and yeah and just taking that advice and and acting upon it yeah um anything to add money um I think you've said everything that we wanted to say for that well yeah yeah Um, continue on on what you were saying before about like speaking to people who have different ideas I think that is Mm -hmm. very important as well not to just like seek people who are think differently but also to look at sources that are different Mm. like for instance like where you look for news or like because I I thought of this earlier I was like on my Instagram or on my Facebook and all that like I obviously follow the same people so I'm always seeing the same sort of news and feed but I'm not being challenged in that way like I'm always seeing stuff that I want to see and I'm not learning anything new by just looking at that yeah um so with regards to that point I was going to say I think it's important to diversify your feed so if you're on Instagram I don't personally use Instagram but if you're on Instagram it's important to diversify your feed and most often we like to follow people that are similar to us in mm-hmm. some way and I think it's important to follow people that are quite different maybe like a you know different like just diversifying like they look different to us they think differently um, and that we were a bit more challenged and also um, I was talking to my brother I think it was yesterday or two days ago and we were talking about sort of the content that I consume on YouTube and that I should probably consume different content and diversify my content as well perhaps instead of watching so many like lifestyle videos and um kind of fitnessy content and yeah like lifestyle uni vlogs etc I should probably watch maybe like cooking videos the videos that aren't related to a specific influencer or lifestyle vlogger but just that are focused solely on cooking or if it's like 
I don't know, there's so many other things out there. Um, maybe like watching like different travel videos. I mean, I still watch travel videos, but um, yeah. yeah, watching like a hobby, a sport, something that, you know, I don't really watch, maybe watching a tennis match or... Yeah, I just I was gonna add just really quickly. Like I started watching like investing videos the other day. Mm. I would, yeah, I, I'm like you, like in my fa- like YouTube because it shows you like the default stuff that you always watch. Like you don't look for the content; it's just there, so you click on it, and you're always watching the same stuff. So it's important to, as you're saying, sort of change that up, switch that up, and just mm-hmm. look for like actually consciously type something in the search bar that you're wanting to look at. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, because oftentimes we just look and watch and listen to the same people who think like us and we want to reinforce these beliefs or ideas. But um, lately as well, I was watching different or not like lately, recently, but um, I did try and like diversify uh, a little bit and watch people who had different like religious beliefs to my own and that was really really interesting like I watched different debates between like Jews and Muslims and Christians and just people with like Buddhists and Hindus and just people with different completely different um, spiritual backgrounds and religions and everything and it made me really appreciate different religions and it made me kind of um, see what they um they all believe in what they're all about and that made me think about like my own beliefs and like what I want to believe in etc um so yeah that was really really lovely because let's say if I only watched like one person one video then that's all I get but learning from all these different people I was like oh I can take you know the 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 teachings and the learnings from all these um different like religions or uh, ways of life and yeah um, and with regards to religion there's other topics as well that you can do that like so you were talking about investment and just watching like as as I said like diversifying your content and trying to watch different things rather than just sticking to one youtuber and just constantly watching the same youtuber over and over again because also I feel like you do get kind of invested in their life which is actually not um healthy so imagine you're watching like a lifestyle youtuber and you're watching them every single week or every day you get very consumed to what you watch you yeah and then you start to kind of um subconsciously compare your life to theirs which is Mm. not healthy so that's why watching male female like non-binary like just different people like different anything is really important to not just watching like female youtubers and like one specific topic like you can watch a video about plants or things that you're interested in mm. um but yeah my general message here is just diversifying your feed I think you get totally yeah that's actually it's this yeah. is what we're talking about is called confirmation bias for those of you who don't know it's basically that reinforcement of like you're only looking for information that confirms what you already believe believe in um, and so you're not challenged, basically, because you're constantly looking for things that agree with the way that you think and you're not looking for alternative sources. Um, actually, I watched a, a TED talk about something similar to this like a couple of days ago. It was called um, Three Kinds of Bias That Shaped Your Worldview. And mm. they talked about confirmation bias. They talked about the Dunning and Kruger effect, I think it was called, and cognitive dissonance um 
yeah, I wanted to talk about cognitive dissonance today as well. I think that's a really important topic. Um, Monica, do you, do you know anything about yeah, it? Yeah, so tell us tell us what cognitive dissonance is. Yeah, cognitive dissonance, how do I explain it? It's basically, oh, I think I need to like pull out the definition because I, like, I wouldn't be able to explain it as well. Basically, okay, give me, let's give an example. It's when you have a belief and... I think there was an example that I read. It was to do with smoking. Like, you know, smoking is bad for you, but you still do it anyway. But like doing it makes you feel bad because, you know, it's not good for you. You know, um, do you have the definition with okay. you right there or should I look it up? I yeah. can look it up. Okay. Yep. Okay, perfect. So in the field of psychology cognitive dissonance occurs when a person holds contradictory beliefs ideas or values and is typically experienced as psychological stress when they participate in an action that goes against one or more of them so yeah the smoking is a good example of that basically so i think there's another example here um where someone says animal cruelty is wrong but also delicious. So someone who, mm. let's say, says, you know, um, it's really bad to kill animals, but they eat them. So in a way that would be yeah. an example as well. Yeah, I suffer from that particularly. Yeah. I mean, lately, well, not that it's so related, but lately I've been trying to cut down in, in, the, in how much meat I eat, but like I still eat it, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I go through like, vegan vegetarian most of my most of my diet is basically vegan vegetarian I don't really eat that much animal produce but um I mean I can't say I'm like fully Mm. vegetarian or vegan because I still eat it but yeah I go through phases so I try my best I don't buy meat anymore but like if someone in the house is like oh do you want like my housemate the other day made burgers and she offered me some and I was like okay and I just had one because I was she, she it was really yeah. nice like she just made me food so I wasn't gonna say no <laughs> that's good but uh yeah so um do you have any personal examples with um also regard regard with regards to uh cognitive dissonance mm, I'm trying to think you're no I mean no pressure just um, like if you if you don't it's fine I can't think of one off the top of my head of an example okay um, I was looking for something that I think I saw. Um, hang on a minute. So basically, some like an action that you do, but that you're against. Like you're against something, but you still do it. Yeah, I, can, I I'll have like an other definition here. Um, let me read this. Okay, so cognitive dissonance. This is why people get upset when their beliefs are challenged. So a mental conflict occurs when beliefs are contradicted by new information. This conflict activates areas of the brain involved in personal identity and emotional response to threats. The brain's alarms go off when a person feels threatened on a deeply personal and emotional level, causing them to shut down and disregard any rational evidence that contradicts contradicts what they previously regarded as the truth. Yeah. Does that... Okay. So that's when, like, someone's beliefs are challenged. And so they're... And they, they feel they feel like they cannot like, okay, um, sort of deal with this new information because it goes against what they've always believed in. And so they feel like, well, mm. you know, because some people like a lot of our beliefs are like so inherently 
deeply ingrained, deeply ingrained. Into, into our own identities. Yeah. And so yeah. that that actually reminds me of the idea of like learning, unlearning and relearning. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I was just going to say actually with this, I've quite, I've been going through a lot of that okay. recently. Like I've been really like trying to unlearn what I've learned and trying to like unlearn, relearn and do yeah. a lot of that recently and just trying to like be my own um how do I say it like challenger mm-hmm. or my own like like challenge my own beliefs rather than taking everything at face value and being like okay this is how I was brought up this is how my yep. dad or mom thought or this is what my friend thinks this is how I should think no I've been trying to really really question what I think and obviously there is still going to come a certain bias because I can only do so much like I am like we all have yeah. biases you know I, I'm not going to completely challenge my own belief system and thinking but I still try to actively do that rather than be like oh this is what I accept as truth or fact um so doing that a lot more has I think it does it's so helpful though because once you challenge your beliefs more um you be- you become so much more confident in who you are and what you believe in and you don't fear to kind of mm-hmm. stand up for yourself or say what you think because you know you've already challenged it within yourself so you no longer feel that sort of insecurity within yourself if you know what I mean like um so if someone else goes to challenge you you're like no this is what I believe uh because of so and so like I've done my research or because simply like this is how I um choose to see things um so yeah I think it's definitely really helpful I think you've tied it in so well like bringing it back to that self-belief like it's such a key idea like if you really learn to defend your ideas you become so confident in yourself as well and Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah definitely and also sorry with that point like even if you still you know um become confident in your ideas don't disregard Mm -mm. other people's ideas and beliefs like make sure that you are mutually respecting other people and tolerating others and still learning and opening your mind and don't be stubborn to learn new things and don't be stubborn to just say you know I'm right because we're constantly learning and sometimes we just learn from other people that we probably you know we meet a new person that we haven't seen a different perspective from before and you always learn new things and I was also going to say what was I going to say no, my mind went blank. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I forgot. Your time. Do you want me to continue? Um, yeah, you, you think of it, yeah, of what on. you were trying to say. I just um, looked at, like, basically the the uh, TED Talk that I was talking about, the um, third, uh, like, kind of bias. It, it's called the uh, Dunning and Kruger effect that I, I just looked up. And it basically the definition from Wikipedia says is a cognitive bias in which people with low ability at a task overestimate their, their ability. And that sort of links to mm-hmm. what you were saying about people thinking they know it all, you know, and like not being open to learn from new information and new ways of thinking. And so it's really important to just open your mind and like learn to unlearn basically. Yeah. Did you remember? Yeah. I think, I was going to say, yeah, I think it's really, really important to understand as well where our 
beliefs and thinking comes from because it all yeah. stems from a place and it all stems from a place of biases as well and it's kind of you know we learn things from our parents or our grandparents and it goes and certain ideologies and belief systems are inculcated into them and then they inculcate those into us and it goes on and on and like sometimes if we're stuck in a certain bubble or um, idea of thinking we don't challenge these beliefs so I think it's important to ask yourselves where are these beliefs coming from what sources um, have I looked into other ways of seeing the world from other lenses have I seen other perspectives and if I have and I choose to decide to take you know um, this truth as my own truth because ultimately the truth is what you make mm-hmm. it out to be there's not I mean, this could be controversial as well. Um, people could say there is an ultimate truth. People could say that the truth is what you make out to be. But anyway, uh, yeah, so ultimately, like, what your truth is, is, like, based on what you've watched, consumed, listened, the people you hear, so yeah. on and so forth. And um, But, yeah, I mean, it depends because some things are genuinely true, true and false. Science. <laughs> but... Um... So, yeah, I, I was going to say, basically, what you're trying to talk about, like, questioning your ideas, your values is so important. And that really ties in with what I said about learning, unlearning and relearning. Because what unlearning is all about is just, like, asking yourself questions about, like, everything that you know and, like, try to sort of discover what, what unknowns there are. And so have you actually heard of um, like the unknown? So I read this book called Never Split the Difference um, by Chris Voss Mm. and it's about negotiating. But in one of the chapters, he mentions like four types of unknowns and they're basically the known knowns, the known unknowns, the unknown knowns and the unknown unknowns. I know that's quite a mouthful, Um, but basically (laughs) it's like, I'm, I'm, okay, I'll try and break it down. So first, we have the known knowns, which is what you know and what other people know about you. And then you'd have the known unknowns, which is either what people know about you, but you don't know about yourself. And then the unknown knowns are the opposite. You know about yourself, but people don't know about yourself. Or, you know, it's one or the other. I'm getting confused with... <laughs> when are the, I think the knowns... The known known unknown is like what you well, know about know. yourself but other people don't know about you. And then the other is what yeah, you don't know about sense. yourself but other people that know makes about sense. you. And then finally, yeah. the unknown unknowns is um, what he calls in the book the black swans is basically like you don't even know certain things that you don't know. Which when you basically when you ask yourself yeah. these questions about your values and the way that you've brought up your bringing and everything, that's when you can potentially discover these things because they're not on the surface and it's really hard if you don't have this space for retrospection to identify um like why we think a certain way and as you said your you know grandparents your parents or even your friends like the people who've influenced you during your formative years during your um like your years of growth that sort of never gets reviewed many times and uh, because we don't question it, we just accept it. And I think that it really is so important 
um, to also allow us to accept um, people from like more diverse backgrounds, different ways of thinking, um, to ask ourselves these questions, you know? I love that so much. I think it's just important. Like I was writing an application and I spoke about the importance of diversity and genuinely how important it is to to value diversity and mm-hmm. inclusion and being able to learn from different cultural upbringings and just different ways of life um, and values, beliefs, everything. Because um, that strengthens ultimately yourself and how you see the world and how you perceive the world as well exactly I think it's so important to learn to embrace this diversity because obviously now the world is becoming more and more diverse people traveling everywhere um yeah and like people being like multiracial like us um (laughs) but Mm -hmm. yeah people's backgrounds are becoming more and more complex more diverse and so it's important to understand and accept that people are different to you and that's not a bad thing it doesn't have to be a bad thing and I think diversity isn't only important from a personal level you know from um from us speaking and friendships and everything interactions but also from a work work um workplace level as well I think diversity is really really important diversity and inclusion and being able to have people from all different backgrounds within a company an institution in order to offer you know a broad range of perspectives and different tastes to to a company for example because you can't just have like all like white men in a company just from like one country thinking kind of similar let's say upbringing um in one company like it's it's important to have different sorry genders and backgrounds yeah I just remembered about um one of the internships you did uh or like seminars it was like women in tech um that I had the opportunity Mm -hmm. opportunity to sort of have sneak peeks of um while you were at home and we were sort of attending that but um yeah they talked about uh female like um what what was it exactly was it menstrual cups or something like that and basically no so it was basically yeah it was it was a seminar about women in tech and they mentioned yeah so they talked about menstrual cups and they talked about the importance of having women in leadership positions yeah so Yep. And why? Yeah, so that's what I'm going to say. So basically, uh, one of the talks, because there was lots of talks during that um, seminar, was the importance, as Monique said, of having um, females, uh, women in leadership positions, also because obviously, if it's talking about um, like something that women have to deal with, uh, like getting our period and stuff like that um, on a monthly basis, that is obviously you want to get women on board in sort of leadership position to sort of understand that problem better and not just men who don't experience this firsthand necessarily (laughs) yeah yeah so and just as well for developing new technologies and things like that like you need to have your prime customer to test it and to kind of work on it like for example if you're creating a new 
I was going to say if you're creating a new menstrual cup, but I don't know, just anything that's like a female product or anything like that. Like you just need to have a woman in the team um, to be able to understand like key issues or if you're creating a new app, for example, like Clue, um, things like that. And something that I thought as well, um, so I attended another webinar kind of last week and a woman was talking about the fact that when she went to the bathroom, you know what mm-hmm. they called the hooks? Mm-hmm when you hang your bag it was it was like I think it was yeah it was too high up and she was like this was definitely not designed like a woman didn't put this here like this was definitely a man because he just didn't even know like you know there's a lot of women that are like shorter than her she was quite tall and she was like so many women that are shorter than me like just wouldn't be able to put their bag up there wow. like it was way too too tall too high to reach and it's just crazy like you know this is a, a female bathroom like they want to put their their jacket or their purse or their bag there yeah, and that might seem like an insignificant so, yeah. detail but it's so powerful like it's so important like it really sort of like shows how important it is to have not just women and men involved but like as we were saying everyone from <laughs> all different backgrounds like different nationalities different ethnicities yeah yeah because some people have like different needs and and then some people maybe from like a woman from Scotland or a man from Scotland might not know um what other people's needs might be or just what um or you can learn from um things from different countries like how they do things over there and they could um try and adapt things to hear exactly like it's really a a good point what you think it's important said about not also at a personal level but also at a professional level because not only is important from um like consumer or customer point of view like like satisfying their needs but also having sort of lots of different brains different ways of thinking solving a problem collectively is like you're more likely to find out of the box solutions you know if you have people who think com- like in a completely different way um as opposed to some people who've probably been uh formed in the same school and have lived in the same town and you know all those kind of things like have a very similar uh, background yeah mm-hmm. yeah and also i think not only from as you said not only from a ethnicity racial or gender diverse um background but also from Mm -hmm. economical uh different like um let's say social 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 how do you say socioeconomic yeah Yeah. from like different socioeconomic backgrounds as well is really really important to be able to know what each problem um what each person's um like backgrounds are and how they've kind of like seeing the world from their view their perspective I think that's really really important yeah, as well for sure and like political all that good yeah, stuff 100% no I, I think yeah, yeah I'm really uh, like just talking about this with you today is like making this is great about a lot and I think yeah it's so important to embrace this diversity but also to approach it in a humble and like curious way and and not like in a judgmental uh, way you know mm-hmm. um, be open to that learning be open to um, that like expanding yeah. your brain <laughs> in that way 
I think both of us are really big fans of like mm. surrounding ourselves with people from all different walks of life. I think we protect like we just love kind of interacting with international students from all over the world from different backgrounds different socioeconomic backgrounds as well within Scotland and it's just the beauty of it like your perspective changes so much and you learn a lot from other people and it's really humbling like hearing other people yeah 100% it's just I feel it's also because we've been in this in the position where we've had to adapt over the course like growing up mm. you know like moving to a new country uh speaking different languages having the opportunity to travel as extensively as we have and just being able to see firsthand what it's like to live in other countries you know and not necessarily like just going to a touristic spot but like actually seeing how people live in other countries and interacting with them and like interacting not even like interacting with someone who doesn't speak a language that you have in common you know not even your native language language. like if someone's like completely different and you're like well mm, just hand gestures and (laughs) and smiles you know um but yeah that's yeah and like having to yeah having to adapt like for example talking having to speak in English a bit more slowly so that the other person understands and how do you interact with these people like hand gestures as you said you know facial expressions like they are a big big part of what you mentioned about English actually we understand the struggle because we didn't speak very good English uh like a decade ago so yeah we like for us it might be a bit like second like yeah quite natural for us to maybe slow down when we have to speak to the people who don't like the English is in their first language but for someone who's a native it might be hard for them to consciously like identify oh someone might not understand me as well like I'm maybe speaking too fast you know so it's understanding that Mm -hmm. I was I was going to say I feel kind of bad because we're talking about we're we're talking about speaking slow and when I hear back in our podcast we speak really fast yeah but I mean (laughs) um I I speak really fast but you know what I mean um hopefully everyone can understand yeah Yeah, I mean I don't really know who our audience is I would love to know guys message us on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) let us know if we need to slow down give us feedback but yeah definitely I was going to say, I think there's definitely much more we can do to, you know, challenge yeah. our own biases and try and learn from other, like, people, backgrounds, all that kind of stuff. Like, there's definitely mm-hmm. so much more that we still can do. Like, we we do a bit of it, but there's definitely a lot more that we can do. So that's why I want to keep traveling, keep learning and expanding and unlearning and relearning and challenging my own beliefs and not being complacent with you know my just what I believe in like just keep learning and be open to new ideas and different values and different ways of life rather than just you know saying oh how I think is the best yeah it's a journey we're stuff. still learning yeah um we're still trying to better ourselves to learn from other people and yeah, there's, there isn't a, a formula. There isn't a, a single solution yeah. to all of this. Yeah, there's not a fixed, a fixed way of how you should live your life. And I think sometimes you, as you said, I think the four unknowns that you mentioned earlier are really, really good, especially the last one, the unknown, unknown, basically, because it just goes to show that there's so many 
things that we don't know and are still to figure out but in this journey of life like we bump into different people we read different articles that kind of maybe shock us and we're like oh I never actually came across that before I didn't know that existed and it just opens a whole new realm of thinking ideas and I think it's just absolutely wonderful Amazing. and beautiful yeah and I'm really happy um, before we wrap up actually I wanted to give a little announcement um so basically Guys, thank you for listening, first of all, um, because this is our 10th episode and we're just super excited that you're listening to to it, basically, um, and being with us um, every week. If you are, we really appreciate that. And yeah, the little announcement was that we are looking to invite guests to our podcast. So we're hoping to do that very soon. We're still in the works, basically, but we're hoping to get... Um, people to sort of share with us their experiences and and Monica and I are hoping to interview them and get out from them as much as we can and learn from from their personal uh, experiences and input as well Um, but yeah we will keep you updated Um, as I said we have an Instagram uh, account it's at writing.into.the.unknown I I still have to post something on there um apologies it's been quite dead but um that's also sort of kicking off and yeah um very excited for what's to come and yeah thank you so so much for listening thank you so much everyone we'll see you next week